jazz. Hello everyone and welcome to Anime Club After Dark, the podcast that delves into all things anime, manga, and otaku culture related. I'm your host Alex, but you can call me Senpai, and joining me here tonight we have our poser extraordinaire Natai. So this is an Akad Quickie, some would say, right? Yeah. Yeah. And our It comes and wizard goes. Of, a wizard of wait what, Jenoda. <laughs> I came here to be angry, and you won't change my mind. <laughs> yeah, that's why we're here tonight. So we wanted to record something that's quick. This is like, in terms of what we do unscripted, we have no talking points in front of us. We just wanted to go off the cuff and talk about something. Um, so as most people, I'm hoping, know by now, um, the uh, to, uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion is out on Netflix, Woo. and it's something that we have been hyping up here for quite a while on the podcast, um, and quite frankly, it's something that deserved to be hyped up, because this Evangelion has been in a fucking licensing hell in the West for ages, and I quite never thought literally I'd see years day. now at this point, yeah. right? Uh, yeah, exactly, yeah, almost two decades. Um, Christ. I never thought... I would see the day when it would be available for streaming. I thought it would always be just resigned to if you ever bought the DVDs back in the day, that's what you got, and the only other way to get it was to pirate it. So yep. all of us here on the podcast were very, very excited to know that Netflix had acquired the license back in 2018 and that it was going to be coming out in June of 2019. Um, and now that that has come and gone, we have some thoughts about uh, – what has occurred and a lot of them aren't very good. I, I want to say before we start that we are all happy that it is finally available for streaming for those who either weren't anime fans when it originally came out or never got a chance to watch us because it's been in licensing hell. Yeah. Just or at so least never that, got a chance, to, never got a chance to watch it legally. Yeah. The fact that it's available legally for a, uh, actually cheap price comparative to the other methods is wonderful and we and fully support that there needs yeah. to be even more of that for so much more older animes yeah and of all places yeah. on netflix which is like the biggest streaming service and that's yeah, the other thing the, the, the fact the world. that there's a, a whole new generation that's uh been in, uh, introduced to this uh special kind of hell is wonderful yeah yeah. Um so that that being said, there are some issues and we want to talk about Netflix's Okay, I, I equate this with they have a ten run lead in the bottom of the ninth inning and they fucked it up and gave it away. Alex, um, you just that's, said some that's one way to put it. stuff in an anime uh they, okay. What? Let me put it in a way let me put it in a way where people who don't give a fuck about sports can understand. They were given an easy win and they managed to fuck it up. Ah, yeah, see, that that's better. Um, <laughs> I think the first thing I want to talk about is the fact that the English dub was completely redone with a brand new voice cast. I think that, yeah. we, first of all, we should have noticed, we should have realized that something was up with this whole re-release thing through Netflix 
when we originally found out that it was being redubbed with a brand new voice cast. Now, not that there's I anything originally... wrong with that to say. No, 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 not necessarily. Now, when I heard it was being redubbed, my initial because all all that was that was said, I think this was back in like December or January. Um, was that it was getting redubbed. My initial reaction was, oh, they're bringing back the old voice cast to Mm. come and redub it. And I thought, well, you know what? That might be a good idea because a lot of the people that were in the original English dub back when it was originally done in the 90s were kind of new to the voice acting thing, and they've had 20 years now to improve their skills, and most of them have. A lot of them are still around in some capacity. Um, And also, like... And also, like, the production of the dub back in the day is just, in mm. terms of quality, could be improved, honestly. Yeah, even the the, the sound quality yeah, could have been Yeah, the sound mixing on. and everything. Um, but even if it was the same sound quality, just hearing the uh, improvement in the abilities of these voice actors over the years would have been really cool to see. These yeah. are Having veterans, all come back, actors at this point, yeah. Yeah, and I think if if Netflix had even bothered to ask the original cast, they all would have come back and done it. But here's the thing: I mean, we do know that like anime that uh, like Netflix has a hand in, sort of they like to produce their dubs in house, right? Like mm-hmm. most of their dubs are like sort of just belong to them. For example, yeah. Violet Evergarden. Yeah, that's that's a really good example. Or um, oh, God, what's the other one? Kakegurui. Yeah. Also, Devilman, uh, by the way. But uh, Devilman, yeah. Devilman, yeah. So they, they uh, do like to produce their own dubs in-house. So we should have seen yeah. this coming, honestly. Yeah, we should have seen this coming. I also suspect that this might have had something to do with the fact that all of the original cast, I think well, with the exception of one character, um, have come back to do the rebuild movies. Right. And that's owned by the, – their licensing to that is owned by Funimation. And they may have been under contract by Funimation, but I know for I know for a fact that there were some of them that voiced very specifically that they wanted to come back and voice these characters for uh, NGE. Right. And so I'm just I'm, I'm and I haven't I don't think any of us here have actually sat down and watched the Netflix re-release and of also, Evangelion. And also, you only, for the record, you only watched the show dubbed, I only watched the show subbed. So mm-hmm. both of us Back in like, the day, yes. Yeah. Back in the day. So I don't have that much attachment to the original dub, um, but that's the you way know, you experienced I, it. it. No, it wouldn't have bothered me. The I probably would have watched it subbed through once simply because that's I'd never seen it that way so it would be a new experience for me in that way it's great the sayus um, are amazing by the way and it, oh yeah for sure because um, I have seen clips of the sub but never actually sat down and watched the whole thing um, but from what I have heard from people online now I don't know myself because none of us here have actually got had a chance to sit down and watch any of the episodes of NGE but from what I have heard, the new uh, English voice cast is not that good. Yeah, so I watched, just like to check before we start recording, I watched a few clips of comparing both dubs, and I don't know, I don't think it's bad, I just don't like... On it, like The quality isn't I, as up to par. I don't know. It's I not as good as the original English dub. Yeah, I don't... Again, I just I need to sit more with it and think about it, but because I honestly don't know what to think about it, because I, I also, don't have I also, like. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, oh, okay. I just was about to. 
God, just kiss all. Motherfucker, go. I was about like just to say I don't have like a good like reference point in terms of like the English voice cast because I only watch it subbed, so it's like I don't know how much I can add to that conversation, honestly. Um, I, I just want to say that. Um, what did I want to say? It's <laughs> a good question. <laughs> oh, so as I said, I haven't I haven't seen it. Um, but um. I did. I went and looked at like a a cast list, and for the most part, it's a group of people I've never heard of. Have you checked their like resumes or whatever? Uh, they're like there's a couple of them that I've heard of and that have done good work, but mm-hmm. most of them they don't seem like they've been around the dubbing scene that long. Interesting. So I yeah, and I'm I, thinking mm. this is fucking Netflix. Like if they really wanted to do this in house, they could have. This is a fucking. This is a fucking company that just spent a hundred million dollars to get the streaming rights to Friends. That's very true, actually. Which I mean, that whole what the fuck that whole prospect of them having enough money to do what they want. Like we'll circle to that later once we mm. get to a different part of this discussion. No, I think this is a good chance to get into it. Okay. The, so something else that something else that happened is uh, you're you're watching the first episode and it gets to the end and something's and, missing. You know, if, yeah, something's missing. Like, you remember, I, I remember because I watched it back in the 90s. It's like, something's missing here. And it's like, oh, that's right. Fly Me to the Moon isn't playing right now. Some fucking, like, elevator music is playing right yeah. now. Yeah, so, like, this is, like, the only part of, like, this whole discussion I'll really get upset about. Like, the the nerd the nerd inside of me gets really, like, frustrated by this. So, they remote fly, into, fly, to, fly Me to the Moon and put some instrumentals in the background. And it's like, like I know it's just the ED, and most people would probably skip it. But like, I mean, technically it does play in some scene in the anime. But it's like, you're fucking Netflix, and I know that music licensing is like one bitch to like handle. Like, out of mm-hmm. all like industries, music licensing is the worst, probably. But it's also like, worth mentioning, Fly Me to the Moon does play if you happen to be like me and have a Japanese Netflix account. Yeah, and that's the thing. It does, like, if you have a Netflix account, like a Japanese account, it, it does play there. But outside of Japan, no, they replaced it. It's like... Wait, uh, a like, Japanese Netflix account? Yeah, yeah. If, if, you, me, uh, if you watch, if you watch, if you watch uh, Evangelion on Netflix in Japan, the does EV fly is the Fly Me to the Moon. It's like, Wait, what if you just uh, choose a uh, sub as uh, your option? D- does no, it... it's not. No, you have to be watching it in Japan. So it's like a, use it's a, a VPN or whatever. A region lock thing. Yeah. Wow, that is so, incredibly. Yeah, it's so frustrating because, like, what to me and to a lot of people, the hope with Netflix acquiring Evangelion would be, oh, this is, would be like the definitive version of the show that I could watch easily on Netflix whenever I want. And now that it lacks this ED, it's like, it, it just, again, I'm glad that they acquired the show and it's available for, like, worldwide streaming, but it's like, it it, it just, I don't know, it frustrates When me you're missing something as iconic as that, there's some issues going on. Yeah. yeah. I And again, I'd like to point out, Netflix just spent a hundred fucking million dollars for Friends. Like, the issue is not we don't have enough money. It's just a bitch to get through licensing, probably. They don't want to go through that hell. I think. I, mean, I don't know. The whole reason the whole reason they did the redub is because they said it was too expensive to get the licensing to the original dub. 
Yeah. This is this is also this is also what I, this is the problem when you break up all of your licenses into so many little areas that it becomes enormously expensive to license anything about your show. Yeah. And also, this is this is this is a a, a good a, a good warning to business people out there. Plan your licenses with the idea in mind that your your fucking company could eventually go bankrupt. Honestly, though, like, are are we really surprised that even Gillian, a show that came out in the 90s and in the West, it came out when there was basically no anime industry in the West? Like, that's like true. ended up like this in terms of licensing. I'm not surprised at all. And I don't think that the, that ADV Films, who originally held the license to the English dub, ever realized that Evangelion was going to become a classic. Yeah. That I don't too. Think or they would have done way really more with it. expected it to turn out how it did, but... Yeah. Um, I, t- huh. There's so much that I could say. And <laughs> this is something that a personal... I'm about to go on a fucking rant here. <laughs> oh, boy. This, this is something That's that I... That's why we're here. This is something I personally find very, very annoying, and I, I've I've read so many articles over the last couple of days of people talking about this, and I think rightly so. I'm glad that people are talking about this, and the more people that talk about this, the better, in my opinion. But I have seen so many ignorant fucks, and this seems like such it has nothing to do with Evangelion, but it's so many ignorant fucks out there call Fly Me to the Moon Frank Sinatra's song. Shut the fuck up. He didn't write it. He wasn't the first to record it. (laughs) Fucking Frank Sinatra recorded Fly Me to the Moon in 1964. The fucking song was written by Bart Howard in 1954 for an American singer named Kay Ballard. So shut (laughs) the fuck up, you you fucking ignorant weebs out there. You don't know your fucking music history. I know this is such an insignificant point to get hung up on but my god i've heard so many ignorant people over the last few days it's like fucking fucking frank sinatra song in there i shut up and you said that there are some people that are actually publishing articles Uh, with this incorrect information right oh my god i know he made it popular (laughs) but it's not his song i'm getting pissed (laughs) yeah we noticed uh so I'm, I'm trying, I need to stop because I'm I'm becoming less like Alex Senpai and becoming more like Alex Jones. It's, it's <laughs> into the systems, globalists. This fucking globalist took my double away. You would scum. All right, all right. Oh my! I just that's I know that's such an insignificant point to get hung up on, but all you people really need to. It's not Frank Sinatra's song. He made it popular, but it's not his song. That's like saying that All on the Watchtower is Jimi Hendrix's song. No, he made it popular, but it's Bob Dylan's fucking song. Wait, what? It's not Jimi Hendrix? No. I, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> hey, here's a thought. You know that a lot of fucking Smash Mouth songs aren't their own songs either. Huh? <laughs> now I'm a believer. Yeah, that's one of them. <laughs> oh, anyway. Man. Getting off of that, so... I feel like the biggest thing that we need to talk about. Oh, also, um, something that it's a minor thing, but apparently no one in the dub cast knows how to pronounce the word nerve. How do they pronounce it? Do you know? It's supposed to be pronounced nerve, like the yeah, word nerve. nerve. But there's some there's some people in the dub that pronounce it like nerve or navra. Nah, you shouldn't me. Nah, I, I have not. I've seen clips of people pronouncing it navra, nervra. Okay. I'm like, come on, man. No. 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 
But I think probably the biggest uh, thing, like, okay, you see, you take the music. All right, the changing the music doesn't change the actual story being told. So if that was the only thing, I'd still complain, but I'd live with it, right? And also, I would like to point out the new ED that has been done, like the fucking piano music or whatever, uh, elevator music, was written and performed by a musician at Gynax. So there is that connection. Huh. I don't know if it means anything. It but, doesn't. Um, the biggest, the biggest thing is that, along with all the new dubs, the original Japanese dub is still there for you to enjoy. The subtitles have changed, though. Jesus Christ, Netflix! All you hit, copy paste. It's been a part of every fucking word processor since forever. Okay. Like that's all you had to do was copy paste the subs. That's all you had to do. Okay. So. Let's unpack this for a second. So, obviously... Okay, so, from what I understood, I did a bit of research, and it seems like the translator worked on it, also worked with Studio Kara very closely while translating mm-hmm. this, okay? Studio Kara, for those who don't know, is Hideki Anno's, uh, studio. They work on the rebuilds. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Now... Uh, so, so it, this this means that Netflix themselves were not directly involved with creating the subtitles. So yeah. you can't necessarily be okay. You can't necessarily be mad at Netflix yeah. for making the subtitles, but you can't be mad at them for accepting them. Yeah. So it's like the translator doing his thing, not almost really influenced by Netflix. So like that whole narrative is not a thing you can throw that out the window. Here's the thing, though. I honestly like, and for context, if you want to talk about some changes, one of them were ma- not. I won't say major, but it does matter to a lot of people, is near the end of the show, there is a certain character who expresses his affection to another character. And in, like, the stuff that a lot of okay. us knew till now... What is it, Shinoda? I, I actually oh. want to talk about this and get into this, because of all things that's happened, this is something I'm, I actually care about. Okay, so, like, let me finish it, then we'll... Like, we'll uh, yeah, get, go like, ahead, go ahead. I'll, okay. I'll get so, into it after. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, a certain character tells someone... Let me get the popcorn. <laughs> exactly. So, and the sad we knew till now uh, were pretty much, I love you. And now it says, I like you. That's like one of the things that irritates a lot of people. So, before Chino starts, I'll just say this. As someone who translates a shit ton of stuff on a daily basis, just like, you know, because I speak Hebrew and I speak English as well, and I worked on translating stuff, whether it's for papers or just uh, projects I worked with other uh, creative individuals. A lot of translation is about interpretation and how you interpret whatever you listen to and put out, like, what type of emotion or idea you want to put out there, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, base, like, if before I was the ner- nerdy guy who couldn't, like, couldn't handle the fact that I changed the ED... I'm way more okay about this than most people because I sort of understand where the guy is coming from. And I don't think it's... Like, a lot of people are, like, crying out that it's censorship. No, it's not censorship. It's that just the way that translator sort of his take on the text, I guess. So that's... Well, a lot of people a lot of people are saying it's in that particular uh, instance that you're referring to. A lot of people are calling it gay erasure. If Which it I don't is, think I don't, it is. I don't think I don't think I, I certainly don't think it's intentional. Because you still have the visuals on screen telling you very explicitly the type of body language that those characters mm-hmm. have towards each other. But so you Chinoda, can't take that I'm away. interested to hear your thoughts because yeah, I know Chinoda, you're kind ahead. of upset about it. Okay. So uh it, 
would you guys mind if I uh, specifically spoiled this part? Yeah. Hold on, uh, Evangelion spoiler in three, two, one. Although you should have probably fucking watched it by if you're listening okay. to this. Yeah, skip like a majority of what what's coming next. Um, right. Good night, everybody. So, <laughs> <laughs> so in the uh, towards the end of Evangelion, um, a newer character is finally. Uh, introduced. You've seen him uh, here and there, but he actually gets introduced. His name is uh, Kavaru. Kavaru? Kavaru. Kavaru. Yes. Words. Um, Best boy. Oh, <laughs> such a beautiful boy. A beautiful moon man, if you will. Alright, stop <laughs> fucking drooling. <laughs> um, so, he uh, specifically, um, in the older dub, he specifically says... I love you. Not I like you in the as in the newer dub. Um, he specifically said, I love you. Now, I can see why a lot of people are upset about this. I'm upset about this as well because even though it's uh, just a couple words and the animations and scene of uh, character interactions, it's still the same. The words still matter in my opinion. Words have power. L let's be real. Yeah. They do. And the fact that they, whether intentionally or not, chose to uh, take a, uh, put those uh, words away and use something else, it is, uh, it is rather upsetting. Because that is an integral relationship that has a direct impact on Shinji. Like, an actual impact. Yeah. You're right. I mean... Yeah. It... I don't think it's an intentional, like, gay erasure thing that yeah, people it's were saying. Yeah, it's not. It's not. I, I, I don't think that... Netflix is a pretty fucking progressive yeah. company. I think the last thing they would try and do is censor Netflix homosexuality. Netflix is pretty fucking gay. Let's be real. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, mean, so I kind of doubt that they'd be doing have, something have, like have that Have any of you purpose? ever seen a movie called Blue is the Warmest Color? There's a fucking 18-minute long lesbian sex scene in that. Have any of you seen a specific show called Sensei? Let me tell you, a lot go. of fucking gay stuff in that. But um, uh, I saw. I think that I think there's a lot of SJWs that clinged onto this and it's like, see, see, it's gay erasure. It's like it's okay, not gay erasure. It's certainly not intentional if it is. But I think what this is more than anything else is a translator taking. Uh, I, I would say liberty. taking license. I would say taking license, but that usually implies creativity. I think he's uh, not taking enough license and trying to translate it as literally as possible. Because if you th think about the. Um, the implication of the scene you're talking about, well, Kaoru yeah. has like his confession to Shinji. Yeah. The words um, "I like you" is more more. It's implying more than just a friend. Like I like you, as yes, in but I like in you the, in, in the a romantic Jap way. In Japanese, he uses the word "ski," which literally is interpreted as "like," yeah. de but it's depending on how you use it. So, a Japanese lot of Japanese is, such is an very inflection-based language. Yeah, but how much it's, of a different? Like how much of a, it's still shows affection it's you get the yes. point yeah. and honestly let's let's be frank most of the people who go who are upset about it most of them watch the show numerous times and most people who are going to watch the show for the first time with no context aren't really go are still gonna get the same point that okay he yeah. loves him so it's like is it really that big of a deal in my opinion not really i think this is way more of like i said it's it's a translator taking it 
far too literally. Which yeah. you know, we, I we mean, talk if about anything, this all that's the time. A, it's he did the translation job. That's yeah, he, good. He he literally translated it, which yeah. is the job of a translator. And you know, the you problem think about is it, context. The job of a the job of a translator is to translate something, not to interpret something. So, it, but it really, translation is interpretation. Had, like, but what they should have had was someone else there who knows the source material, who like has a fucking link to Hidekiano that knows what what Ano meant. And it's like, okay, like I know you can straight up look at the manga. Tra- They've fucking made out. Well, several, the manga, the manga Wait, technically, but, the manga isn't canon. Yeah, manga isn't canon. But, oh yeah, this is true. But God the it. translator did work with two. Kara, so they are they did sign off on this translation. Yes, you know? Kara did. Ano did not. Ano actually worked on the original transla- sub translation though. No, for really? Yes, yes, he did. I he did actually not know worked this. on the original subtitle translation. Oh, holy but he, shit! But his studio had a hand in this, but he explicitly did not. He's too busy fucking not giving us Evangelion 4.0. Next year, next year. It's um, being yeah. marked down. You know how many times I've heard next year from him? <laughs> Listen, if if we manage to get Kizumon Monogatari finally, so I I bet we'll get 4.0. Um anyway. I I understand people's frustration for this. And actually it's a double-edged sword because the opposite has been true in anime for far too long where people actually don't translate stuff literally and we're we're the ones that complain about that. So it is kind of a double-edged sword. How much do you translate literally so you get the actual story across? And then how much do you allow for interpretation to make it actually sound good in the language it's being translated into? Because, like, I, you could probably say something in Hebrew, Nittai, that, that is, sounds beautiful and poetic in Hebrew, but then you literally translate in English, and it's like, It doesn't work, fuck? right. And yeah. it's like, that's... Myself, as someone who's multilingual, it's like, that's it's a double edged sword that you have to walk and and Japanese is so unique in that regard because there's so much of the Japanese language that is inferred by inflection. You can say the same phrase like four different ways with four different inflections and four different levels of volume, and it can mean something different. So I, I don't I don't envy the job of Japanese translators. No, definitely not. So. I, I can see both sides of this. Am I, I really wish that they had just copy-pasted from the original subs. Yeah, this is same one time, instance where it would have just been better to straight-up copy-paste it just just yeah. so that nothing like this happened. But you can't ever see wh- when something will become an issue or when it won't. It, it's pretty hard yeah. to recognize. It's also worth pointing out that they also took out all of the swear words for no reason. Okay, so... Just want to say, not going to lie, when the dub came out for Evangelion, that was in the 90s. It was a time when people would pretty much be okay with shoving like swear words left and right just to be a bit more edgy. edgy. <laughs> uh, to some extent, yeah. So it's like, eh, I don't know. I don't mind. Uh, I'm okay with you it. You know, you say that, and, and I personally, I don't mind either. I know that in Japanese, they really isn't curse words. So all the curse words you see in Japanese subtitle or, or in subtitles for Japanese, those are added by the translators to give you a better sense of how they're supposed, how lines are supposed to be interpreted. Actually, I think there's only one word in Japanese that gets actively censored on television, and that's manko, which means female Pussy. genitalia. Thank you. Pussy. This will now be delisted on YouTube. Thank you. Hell yeah. 
Um, fucking, um, so again, Japanese, it's another, it's another example of the translator being too literal in my opinion. Yeah, but again, I'll, again, what I said before, it's about how interpreted like the text and this like yeah. and worked accordingly to that so it's like uh, i don't know i that that that's one discussion i don't like really feel that upset about or like mad about it because i don't know i sort of get it like it's a tough job yeah it is um i will say that this one of the most iconic scenes from the movie end of evangelion is shinji after that scene looking at the, um, Just say it. <laughs> the results of his labor. <laughs> um, and that line where he's like, I'm so fucked up. And now it's like, it. it is, to their credit, literally translated to what he actually says in Japanese, I'm the lowest of the low. But that scene in the dub is, that, that line in the dub is so iconic now. And it's been changed. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess it's such double-edged sword. I'm I'm upset, but I'm not. And it's the good thing is that most of the stuff that we've talked about uh, these issues are relatively easily fixable. The subtitles, for sure, are very easily fixable. Um, I hope that because of this, they do go back and maybe change. They just copy paste the original subtitles. Yeah, but honestly, now. they like don't really like. I don't think they would would do that. Because they don't owe anyone any like changing no. of the subtitles, you know. They, no, don't, they don't owe uh, anyone I... anything. It's just a fact of will they? They won't. I think that if any of this stuff does get changed, I would say that the subtitles will get changed before anything else. Nah, because they're be the they easiest thing to bring, change. I'd rather they first bring Flying Me to the Moon, honestly. Do you know that there's actually a uh, Chrome browser extension <laughs> that if you're watching uh, Evangelion inside the Chrome browser and it gets to the end of the show, it, it automatically starts the playing a, a YouTube clip of Fly Me to the Moon? Wow. Bless the internet. Bless the internet. <laughs> yeah. I'm so that's that. out there for people to download. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, I want to I want to finish this up because this rant has gone on for far too long. Um, I think all of us are excited by the prospect of older anime coming to these streaming services. I think we want more stuff like this, yeah. more of these old anime that people that have not been licensed forever uh, coming to these these like Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, whatever. This yep. Crunchyroll. Um, I, I mean, a, another a good example recently is the all the original run of the. Legend of Galactic Heroes OVA series is on high dive now. Like That's the very only true. way you could have, the only way you could have watched that before in the eighties and nineties was to be part of a fucking newsletter distribution group that sent VHS tapes out in Japan. How that was fucking the only way to watch off them. the charts does that sound? That was the only. That was the only way to watch that for fucking decades. And now it's all on. It's all on high dive. It's all in. It's all been beautifully remastered. Um and. Although the they and there is a Blu-ray box set that is seven hundred and ninety dollars, <laughs> we know because he almost bought that. I was there with him. I you you had to drag me away from Sentai's booth not to buy that. Um, wow. That 
Um, I really, I'm just happy that stuff like this, there are so many other old shows I'd love to see come to streaming services so that not only I can go back and watch them and relive my experience of watching them again after so many years, but so that new this new generation of anime fans that we have can go and see how we got here. Like, there's probably a dozen I can name off. I'd love to see someone license Urusei Yatsura, the very first ecchi anime. Um, I'd love to see someone, anyone, anyone out there license the original Dororo, um, the original Astro Boy, uh, all this great, great old... uh, Another one, um, uh, uh, Space Pirate Captain Harlock, which is a great, a fucking phenomenal old anime from the 70s. Just please, these the Netflix, Hulu, anyone, definitely keep licensing these old anime because I guarantee you there's a market for it. Yep. Just don't change anything. And also like the preservation of the art, you know. Yeah, I see. So another th- thing with the the um uh with Legend of Galactic Heroes on High Dive was that it got a fucking HD remaster and it makes it look so good. If we could get more of that with these streaming services, especially Netflix, who I know can afford it. If High Dive can afford it, I know. I fucking know out there that Netflix can afford it. I would love so much to see more of this happen. And it's just a shame that there's so much controversy with this Netflix re-release of Evangelion. Because I think, as I said in the beginning, they were given an easy win. And all they had to do was just close it out. And they couldn't do it. But still... But still, like I'm super glad that we do have Netflix uh, uh, Evangelion on Netflix. Yeah. Let's be frank. And it is it's it, oh, absolutely. Um and it, it's worth pointing out that you and I Natai definitely still plan to do our Netflix watch of Evangelion in yep. spite of all this. Um we'll also do End of Evangelion. Oh, um it's going to be so good. I mean, it's still it's still Eva. It's still iconic. It's still It's still a classic. It's still Cruel Angel's thesis. Thank God that's still there. Okay, oh, if d- that wasn't there, no shit would have been hitting, hitting the fan. Like, yeah. everything else you know aside, <laughs> if that wasn't there, oh my God, I can only imagine. So, you know what that is? What? That's fucked up. <laughs> <sighs> okay. I think that was the lowest time. of lows. That was the lowest of the low. (laughs) And on that note, thank you all there for dropping in to listen to us rant for half an hour. We hope you enjoyed it because we always enjoy bringing it to you. If you want to check out previous episodes of the podcast, you can find us on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify. If you want to keep up with what we're doing, you can join us on Discord, Facebook, Twitter, and our website. Shoot us an email if you have any questions, comments, or if you have ideas for topics you would like to see us talk about in the future. Links to all of the things I mentioned will be down below in the description. As always, I have been your host, Alex, and I will see you next time. Say goodnight, fuck-ups. I mean, everybody. Oh my god, where's the bed? I need to sleep. Fuck you all. (laughs) Love your mother, everyone. Oh my god. God damn it. (laughs) You did not. You did not. (laughs) I do not endorse incest.